and welcome to the podcast. I'm Marisa. I'm Mariana. And we're the Crowmeister Sisters. As a reminder, this podcast is ready T for Teen for strong language and mature themes. If you don't like that, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so, what are we- <laughs> Again, you guys can, if you want some non-racy, uh, chrome, uh, Crowmeister Some non-racy Crowmeister non-racy nancy drew content you can go to hers very own podcast unlocked we're just not talking to her interactive right now so yeah so um, i don't know yeah like we're not endorsing that podcast we're just saying that that exists so if that's what you're into go ahead (laughs) so what are we talking about today sister uh well today we're talking about, uh, you know, casting some games. Yeah, so um, a little while ago uh, on Patreon, Melted Joan Cusack asked us if we would fan cast some games as I think they said movies. Uh, we're doing movies, so, so that's, that's what that's you get. That's what's going on, yeah. <laughs> so we each took a game and gave them a fan cast and how we would change around the plot. To make it make sense as a movie. <laughs> because, yeah. amazingly enough, point-and-click games wouldn't make a good movie on its own. No. You know, it's weird. It's like they're structured differently than movies. It's like you wouldn't want a 10-hour movie or something. <laughs> Crazy talk. That's insanity. Wouldn't you want a movie about uh, White Wolf of Icicle Creek where Nancy spends like 90 hours doing fucking chores. <laughs> Every single time you have to do the chores. Yes. <laughs> okay, do you want to do yours first or mine first? Uh let's let's do y- yours first. Um because let's be real, I kind of forgot to do some of the notes on mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. So I chose The Deadly Device as the game that I would make into a movie because Deadly Device is just classic murder mystery vibes to me, right? It It's just, it's so fantastic in the way that we do have like a full on, we have the murder happen uh, in the first act, which is, let me tell you, some of these Agatha Christie books I read, Start the Corpse <laughs> Time is very long. <laughs> so in in this literally first scene we get a murder and then we have all of the people around our main suspect and everything who we rule out in the second act ryan and it it (laughs) has a great structure to be made into a movie in my opinion sure sure so my fan cast as a reminder our um Our Nancy in our Nancy Drew uh, cinematic universe, as Ariana put it. <laughs> the NDCU. Is, yeah, NDCU. Um, well, the KSNDCU, the Krollmeister Sisters, Nancy Drew cinematic universe. <laughs> 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 um, just, just putting that out there. Uh, our Nancy is Zendaya, we decided, uh, back when we did a fan cast of... Uh, Silent Spy, and Alibi and Ashes. Um, So Zendaya is our Nancy. We love her. We think she would make a great Nancy. Yes. So for me, the casting in this, 
Some of these were really easy and some of these were really hard. And first and foremost, the easiest one of them all, Victor Lawsett <laughs> would be played by Jeff Bridges. Of course. And he would just be prote- he would just be reprising his role as Obadiah in <laughs> in Iron Man with a uh, box of scraps. Because it's literally like please look up pictures. <laughs> Right? Jeff Bridges and Iron Man. And then look at the um, the little icon they have for Victor and Nancy's phone. And it's the same thing. It is. It's, it's the same exact, like, beard and everything. Everything's everything. the same. And the set of the mouth and everything. They literally were like, no one will notice. No one will notice Jeff notice. Bridges. <laughs> it's well, Jeff Bridges. Except for some, apparently. Except for apparently one person on Tumblr who fan cast it. Fan cast Victor as Bruce Willis, and um, I have um, been laughing about that since I you think told me. Every so often, like every so often, up. continue. No, yeah, every so often I would, I because I told I told Adam immediately after you told me. Every so often I would just start going <laughs> Bruce Willis. Maybe I was thinking maybe they just googled bald actors. Probably. I mean, but if you can't get Bridges, Bruce Willis will always take the part. Right? <laughs> he was in the 2007 Nancy Drew movie, so. He was. He Didn't was. he just play Bruce Willis? I believe so, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Jeff Bridges as Victor. Um, Ariana came up with this one, but Alison Scagliotti. Um, Scagliotti? Scagliotti. Scag- yeah. Scagliotti uh, as Ryan. So mm-hmm. if you don't know who that is, she was Claudia on Warehouse 13. She has the perfect energy she for does. this part. And you just put it like red hair on her and it's absolutely perfect. She's so adorable. She's high energy. She has the... She just has the I'm a the, fucking like, cool ass nerd. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> if she drove a motorcycle, I would completely believe that. Yeah, Absolutely. So I would cast her as Ryan. Yes. Uh, for Ellie, I don't know why, but I immediately thought of Kiki Palmer. I think she could do it well. Um, I think it would be really good. Because I think she could really get that calm energy that Ellie puts out. Um, and I would love a scene in that movie. Like, if, in the movie I'm making in my mind, where she goes more in depth on why she doesn't feel comfortable in Colorado, and spoiler, it's the racism. <laughs> Why? Colorado is pretty anti-black, um, especially <laughs> since this takes place in Colorado Springs, which isn't exactly, you know. But yeah, definitely. Uh, for Gray, <laughs> I would cast Jim Beaver um, from uh from supernatural if you don't know who that is he played bobby on supernatural Mm -hmm. and to me he is just that perfect like gruff guy um who puts out that energy of no i'm you know i don't have any feelings but he he very much does and i think he could do such a good job of the emotional scenes of portraying like gray actually like talking about how he like nico was his friend and everything and how he's upset and no one else is like you could, I can just see him doing and of course, that. Being Jim Beaver, he would somehow still make the character like Southern, but like, of course, <laughs> Gray is suddenly Southern. It's fine. I'm not questioning it. I'm fine with it. Calls Nancy an idiot. And we're like, what the 
is that something Gray says? No, it's something Jim says. We're just leaving it, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, for Mason, mm. Mason's the one that gave me the most trouble. Um, I went through a lot of ones. Um, for a while, I was wondering, because his last name is, is Quinto, so I was wondering if I if I should That's find um, someone who was Hispanic. Um, but... I also looked it up, and it's also just, like, an Italian last name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I'm okay with casting a white guy. So I went with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt because he is the most nondescript person I can think of. Um, kind of is. <laughs> he is. And I think he could really do the, like, super uh, uptight thing that goes oh, yeah. with Mason. Right? Highly strung is what he is. And I think he would do a good job. Of that. Yeah. And then I decided to recast Deirdre because in our Alibi and Ashes, we cast Ariana Grande. And I think we're we not... went really lazy there. I think we were yeah, like we doing did. other things at the time. And so we went Ariana Grande. I don't fucking know. She's pouty. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We're not into it. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, so I actually chose Haley uh, Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Um, yeah. Steinfeld. Thank you. Sorry. Um, I only read her name. You know, the little girl from True Grit. Um, But also she was in Pitch Perfect 2 and Pitch Perfect 3. And that's where I I was like, she would make a fantastic Deirdre. Um, And also she's part Filipina. And I tracks. Yeah. um, So I was like, yeah. So especially since like, she's at least related to the Perrys. (laughs) And they're supposed to be Asian. So mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe Deirdre is too. Yeah. So I thought, I just think that she has like the, like specifically her in Pitch Perfect is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. The kind of like running her mouth kind of thing that Deirdre does. I love it. <laughs> um. So yeah. How would I rearrange this plot to make you a movie someone. though? I did. You did. You Nico. 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 Well, that's because he's only in a couple scenes, and that's how they can afford Gary Oldman Nico. Put the glasses on him, put the sweater on him, it's perfect. And he can just do some weird accent, whatever he wants to do. He's Gary Oldman, he's just Gary let him Oldman. do it. He'll just decide on the day. It's like, this is what Nico does now. Uh, okay. Yes, sir. Sure. Um, so, for me, I like Gary Oldman for the part, because I can see him doing the, like, if I'm, Nancy finds the voice diaries, right? And I want it to be scenes of him literally walking around with a tape recorder and uh, walking around doing that and, like, uh, voiceover as he's doing things. Can't you see it? Because I I can see it. And it's so few (laughs) scenes that they can afford him. Um. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Okay, but the plot. Now I'm now I'm back to the plot. Now we're back to the plot. Um, <laughs> so I would really want to start the movie specifically with like we're following Nico into the lab. We pull back from the lab and everything. We hear him arguing with someone. We see the flashes of light and hear the electricity crackling, and then we hear him scream as the as the camera backs away from. I like it. Okay, but honestly, there are a lot of puzzles in this game that could just be made into montages, like the whole lithography thing, right? 
you don't have to you don't have to care about that. But there are some there are specifically some puzzles and everything that I think would make really dramatic cinematic moments, like her doing the um the books in the whatchamacallit? In the like Oh, in, uh, in the, the, the lounge area. Impl- like the, yeah, the, the lounge, lounge. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I was like, you know, where the food is. Um <laughs> Where they put the, the free bagels. Exactly. Uh, so in that area where she does, like, the... She does the books. Like, I can see that as being, like, mm-hmm. some, like, really dramatic thing. And you're... Right? And having to figure it out. Same with, like, a, a really fun dramatic montage of her trying to figure out Mason's whiteboard. Like, I can see that. And every time we have a call with, like, Deirdre, we get, like, whole shots of her at school uh, doing things... And we have an entire scene that's just Deirdre going through all of the images to find Ryan, to verify Ryan's alibi. And, like, we have this whole, wait, oh my god, I I got it. I found the information. I have to tell Nancy, right? I, I, in I my it. brain. I got it! <laughs> I figured it out before she did. I figured it out, Drew. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, it doesn't really need that much rearranging to be a good movie um mm-hmm. i think i would add in like f- to make everyone else happy add in a romance between ellie and mason and maybe instead of just <laughs> them talking about like uh selling the like you know the proprietary you the information you know yeah you find the phone uh <laughs> and read their text messages that's weird we don't need it i want nancy to like see them like smooching she spies on them smooching and she's like <gasps> Oh my gosh. So, that's my fan cast and how I would make the deadly device into a uh, into a movie. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. Thank you. I-, I do too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel like it's a good set too, so it's like you don't really have to ch- like th- that's one of the well-designed ones. I mean, yeah, you're stuck in one place the whole time, but hey, Saving budget so we can afford Gary Oldman. Right, and it's good for a murder mystery, you know? Takes place sure. in one one room where Gary Oldman is. Exactly. I like that we're like, we're worried about how much they're spending on Gary Oldman, not <laughs> Jeff Bridges, for some reason. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is chill with it, you know? Or Zendaya, or... <laughs> I mean, fair. I'm just saying. <laughs> or Haley Steinfeld, since, like... I'm just saying. Okay, so we'll move on to mine. (laughs) I did Ghost of Thornton Hall. Uh, So I'm starting at the top, the tippy top, because, um, uh, yeah, we're going to definitely have the ferryman who who takes Nancy Zendaya. Nancy Daya. There we go. Nancy Daya. I just need you to remember that is Zendaya in these scenes, because that's who I'm picturing interacting with these people. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the ferryman who takes Nancy to the island will be played by the ever lovable and never blend inable uh, Stephen Root. <laughs> Fucking hands down, doing some weird southern character, just like, well, I heard that. Because <laughs> that's how he does everything. And I love Stephen Root with all of my heart. And so I want to hear him. Telling Nancy Daya all about the Thornton family before she gets there. 
Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I just really want to hear him talk, and I, I just, any chance to cast Steven Root, really. Uh, <laughs> and then in no particular order after that, um, <laughs> I'm like, no, starting with goddamn Steven Root. Um, I got, for Jessalyn, um, I think, Taisa Formiga, um, who you may know from American Horror Story primarily, honestly, I think she's she's been on a few seasons so i think that's what a lot of people will recognize her from um she has she's just she's just perfect for that part i think because in part she's she's a very good tabula rasa um and, and so she so you and i think that's what jessalyn kind of needs to be she needs to be sort of like a just a, a a person that that someone can can like i don't know i'm not putting it right but uh <laughs> I mean, you could use the English words blank slate. Right. Um, but, well, duh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Point is, uh, she, um, she's just got, she's got those big eyes that can convey, like, a certain level of naivete. And she, but she also has the ability to, like, show when she's, like, reached a level of I'm, I'm putting up, I'm done putting up with this shit. <laughs> that, uh, you know. I, I think I think she'd be good for that character because she's just been playing the rebellious teenager for a very long time. So let's move her into the rebellious twenty-something-year-old. Okay, <laughs> it works. And I've never heard her do a southern accent. I have to assume it's like her sister Vera's, which isn't great. But uh, <laughs> it's, don't it's fine. judge people on their sisters. If people judge okay, your accents on no. mine, <laughs> it's different though. Because uh, the Farmiga sisters are just, I'm pretty sure Taisa was just cloned from Vera. Like, look them up, sister, if you're not familiar am, with I'm them. Looking. Because oh, okay, I know. she's just a clone. <laughs> it's wonderful. They're great. I love both of them. But they're just clones. Um, no, I think, I think they look slightly different. I mean, slightly, but I agree yes. with the casting now that I know exactly who it is from American Horror Story. Yes, definitely. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, next up on my list is Harper Thornton. I spent and a very I'm just long gonna time. say, I'm just gonna say, no, it's not Helena Bonham Carter. She's first Y'all of all, need to she's too shit. old. <laughs> Let's start there. We'll, we'll just start there. Second, she's. Not that good. She's not, and 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 I'm tired. I'm tired of, of of the myth that she is. I I too bought into it for a little while. I thought, yeah. you know, I saw a couple of her roles, and I went, oh yeah, she's good. No, she's not. So she's good in some things, and then she just kind of got hired she's, to do the same exact thing, and exactly. she just it's, never. It's, it's it's the Johnny Depp disease, wherein she never had to change her her tone range. Yeah. yeah. So that's just where she stuck. Uh, but anyway, for Harper, I I actually struggled a little bit because I mean everyone knows that that's the best character. Um, but uh, well, one I of the mean, best characters. Thank you. One of the best characters. Um, I did I did want like I thought very strongly about Eva Green because uh, she carries that level of intensity that is just. Mm, at that level of intensity and chaos that I just, I love. But um, I did have to, and but I also wanted, I, I like our um, 
fan theory that um, that Harper and Charlotte are of mixed race and that uh, Mariana was in No, fact- no, no, not Mariana. Dodge. Because remember, Mariana is actually one of the Thorntons. Dodge That's right. is not the Thornton. That's so- right. The other way. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We figured it out. Thank That's you right. to the like five people who corrected us. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. We completely We're misread a family tree. <laughs> Continue. It's how we do. We, you know, when you when your family tree is as fucked up as ours. Uh, no, but <laughs> um, so I Story finally for went. Um, I went with uh, Ruth Nega. Uh, she she's 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 honestly not not a very big actress, but I I adore her. She was in Preacher as um, uh, Tulip, the the southern uh, stick of dynamite that traveled with Preacher. Um, <sighs> I love her. Um, <laughs> She's a little short and a little young for the part, but honestly, she has such chaotic, sad energy, and I think she would just be an amazing uh, Harper. She, uh, oh God, she's fantastic. I love her. (laughs) Also, I feel like uh, this is the second time that that we've done this, and the second time that I've brought up an actor from uh, Preacher. (laughs) (laughs) Last time it was uh, Joseph Gilgan. (laughs) So apparently I just like the, the, their actors. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, she really knows uh, when the crazy is and where the actual crazy starts. The first crazy was in quotations for those of you actually listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> can't see my fingers. Um, <laughs> I had a real tough time with this one, you guys. I, I, I spent all day casting this fucking game. <laughs> uh, Clara, I ended up going with... Paget Brewster, um, who I I love her. I, she's 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 really primarily a comedic actress, and she's fantastic. Uh, but I feel like she could de- she has just this stern face that would just be brilliant. I think for Clara, she would bring uh, such such a level of of just arrogance and 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 stubbornness to the part that would just be perfect. <laughs> She's, oh, she's, I mean, obviously I just cast people that I like, so I'm obviously going to say to each of these people, oh, they're fucking great. But, you know, <laughs> I love, I love Paget Brewster. She's fantastic. And I don't think she gets enough work and I want to see her everywhere. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Savannah, I also struggled, but uh, especially since, you know, it's like, Savannah could be anybody because we don't see her. So that really kind of opened it up a little bit. And so you'd think that'd make it easier to pick somebody because I could just go. But no, that made it so much harder. (laughs) I ended up going with um, Betty Gilpin. I I think it's probably just because I saw a commercial with uh, one of the other girls from Glow in it. Uh, (laughs) But I really, she... I'm sure she does a good Southern accent, but she does this like terrible Southern accent in Glow, uh, where she is when she's Liberty Bale, and she's just oh, but I can totally see her doing it even better and and just being a ridiculous Savannah, um, and I also would just like to see her uh, having scenes paired up with the Wade that I cast, uh, which that segues into Wade. James McAvoy. Now, I'm not going to actually make a, an argument for James McAvoy because 
fuck no, James McAvoy. A lot of fan casts cast him as way older than he is. Yeah, everybody uh, seemed to cast him way older. There's a lot of De- Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I could totally see a case being made for Jeffrey Dean Morgan 10, 15 years ago. Um, dude's pushing 60. I love him. Yeah. Dude's pushing 60. Um, <laughs> again, back in the day, he would have been great. Because he could, he can do that, like, just, just very quiet, purposeful talking. But we all know James McAvoy could do literally anything. He's, Any part. He's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I, if you don't actually want to watch uh, Split, the movie in which he's the, the, the supernatural guy with the, uh, Multiple personalities. Um, dissociative a, a, identity disorder? Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Jesus, I couldn't find the word dissociative. Which, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, uh, he's, if, if you just look up his his bits in it, uh, his, his various characters, he's just phenomenal and he just changes them at the drop of a hat. And so that guy can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, I mean, not whatever <laughs> the fuck he wants. You know what I mean. Acting wise. Sure. <laughs> Uh, another man. This character, this cast is fucking huge. Uh, Colton. Yeah, I picked one with a very small cast. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Colton. <laughs> I went with uh, a young actor. Okay, he's twenty-seven, but he plays young characters. I uh, mean, he should be like twenty-seven though, because yeah. Colton was. Uh, Old I, enough to remember I Charlotte know. when she died in and 1989. Like let's, like, let's say he was four years old at the time. So, like, I'm I'm like, okay, fine. Honestly, I was looking for older actors. But Casey Cott, <laughs> uh, who uh, you may know from Riverdale as Kevin. Um, that's really pretty much one of the only things he's been in. But, like, he's actually played several characters on that show because... What the fuck is Riverdale anyway? Um, but that's a topic know. for another day. <laughs> um, no, but uh, his, he's he's just he's great for that character because I think he already as Kevin uh, brings um, just this. He's this adorable thing that also has this 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 level of charm and just like um, sarcasm, just constantly. <laughs> And I think he'd just be perfect for it. And he he he's also just a really great actor who who knows how to like also work in those levels of hurt that just sort of peek through. And it's and and for for Colton, I think that's very important. So it, you know, he's he's a little baby I want to protect. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think that you know him, his 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 sexuality would also be brought to the forefront because I, I I wholeheartedly believe. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> then that brings us to, for some reason, I don't know what order I did this in, uh, Addison. You're <laughs> like thinking, want- of the, thinking of the characters in order of which ones come to my brain first. I guess, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Addison, I would actually have be physically in it too, just just like Savannah. Um, and I would want to have like flashbacks with, with her and and, and um Jessalyn and shit like that and actually show that Billy Lord <laughs> if you don't know Billy Lord then I don't know how to help you um 
you know, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Uh, just fantastic. I, and I think I might have, like, gone with the American Horror Story Association um, for her and, 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 and Tessa Formiga. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think it would be great for her because she would just just getting to see her, her act, like, all, all silly with, with, with Jessalyn and then being, like, terrified of it. She, and she'd just be the great worried friend. And I'd love to have her, like, actually be in contact throughout the game not because just, like and things. and when you're get like those phone calls that you have with addison instead of it just being her telling you it would be like a slight voiceover and then you see the mm-hmm. scene yes and and same with the um the recordings you find like yep. because i would fucking love to have to just watch her freaking out a little bit and being like Jess, Jess, where are you? And she's just like freaking out. And then like there's 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 Tessa Farmiga at in in uh, Farmiga fashion, um, fucking just standing at the end of a hallway, looking disgruntled, and just like she's just witnessed something horrible, and you can only kind of see her, and you're like, oh my gosh, and then you're like drawn into it, and she's just get out. And I just I I, I love envisioning that scene so much. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think Billy Lord would be great for that. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Charlotte. <laughs> I don't know why Charlotte came last, but she did. <laughs> uh, for Saving Charlotte, the best for last. I struggled again, but uh, I, I sort of, I ended up landing on uh, Vanessa Morgan, who has mostly done um, teens, teenage kid stuff. She did um, My Babysitter's a Vampire on Disney Channel, and she is Tony on Riverdale. Um, but I think she would make a beautiful Charlotte, and I think she would do the hauntings very well. Uh, additionally, I do want to have like flashbacks again of her, you know, just before. I guess I should have cast younger Harper, Wade, and Clara, but I didn't, so fuck off. Um, That's already too many people. <laughs> We just use CGI to make them look younger. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but no, yeah, and I, 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 I'd love to have like those flashbacks of, of of her, and so have her just kind of being like figuring shit out about her family. Um, and because I, I, she she definitely does uh, smiling and being radiant, while you can tell she's very worried about something um she, she does it very well and um i th- also think that she and 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 tesa side by side um make for those you know this is the light of our family this is the you know this is the good one while also you know figuring shit out and being tired of people's shit and you know i think they both work for that so um <sighs> and i really think that when you actually make it as a movie for, you know, moving on to the plot. Uh, <laughs> when it's actually a movie, I think it, it it would behoove whoever does it to actually do it in in horror movie fashion. Um, I I want to see Southern I want to gothic. Yes, I I want to see that blue filtered fucking uh, movie. <laughs> I need I need it. I need it. <laughs> like. They kind of tried to do it in the game with the the weird sky, with the green. I don't know what's supposed to be happening in that game. But, like, <laughs> yeah, really commit to the horror uh, motif. I, 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 I want to feel it. I want this to be... And finding that fucking footage in the, in the burnt down... Um, uh, oh, ruins. Imagine just- all of the Charlotte, like... 
mm-hmm. scene. Exactly. Yes. Just like, uh, oh, it, it could be so good. And 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 all you got to do is just sort of trim away the, the, the weird parts of the puzzles. And, and it's not too bad, really. Yeah, it's, just it's, don't. It's a, I mean, we're not going to have Zendaya shove a bunch of oranges in her pocket. Um, we're not going to and then have to go dig nails out of the wall. I um, would, however, love to have a scene where she's standing in, in the room talking to Clara, but she just keeps putting sugar in her tea. <laughs> to like, see if, if way Clara too much. Uh, honey. <laughs> I think I think that's absolutely necessary. But yeah. otherwise, you know. Definitely. Yeah. So that's 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 how I feel about the movie version of Ghost of Thornton Hall. So yeah, that's how we would cast the movie versions of The Deadly Device and Ghost of Thornton Hall. If you guys think you have a better fan cast, um, please tell us on our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, or our fancy website, chromeistersisters.nifightclub.com, because sometimes people leave us comments there. That's not just spam. Really? Yeah, every once in a while. Twice, actually. (laughs) Every once in a twice while. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, you can also find us on uh Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify, and you can let us know things there. Do people let us know things there, sister? I don't I don't look enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you can find us there and you can listen to us, so you know. Do that. Yeah. Uh you can also support us on Twitch. Subscribe to us on Twitch. That's what it's called, subscribing. You yeah. can subscribe to us on Twitch to get access to our cute little wine glass emote as well as our Scopa emote. Um, Scopa! Scopa. Uh, <laughs> or you can support us on Patreon to get access to Streamcat pictures, which I just posted one in Discord. Um, and hmm, podcast night VODs. That's what I'm there talking you go. about. So you can I know see what the we're... Streamcat that walked by uh, earlier yeah, it's in true. this episode. It's true. Yeah. So, as a reminder, I'm Marisa. Mariana. And we're the Chromeister Sisters, and we're asking you guys to stay sleuthy. Stay sleuthy.